Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we are continuing in Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, and we're going to read today verses 18 through 25. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Yeah, this part of Romans 1 is is kind of a turn here from what we've been reading. This is kind of the beginning of Paul's argument. And, And the first thing that we see in Paul's argument is that he'll go through throughout the book. The first thing we see is that we should know who God is by what God has created. I've heard some people call creation the first Bible. Because think about it. There were years and years before the Bible was written that there was no Bible. So there's this kind of idea that from the creation, looking around, interacting, we get a glimpse of who God is. And so this scripture is one that that many people have used to say, even if you had never heard the gospel, you could understand something about God by what has been made. And that's exactly what Paul's saying here. It should be plain to us. Um, because God himself reveals to us through his creation, through what has been created, um, things about himself. So we can learn about God through the creation. And if you've ever been in a place that kind of was awe-inspiring, you've had those moments. If you ever, ever thought deeply about the universe or about the human body even, like you've had those moments. And so So what Paul's saying is here, we should have understood about God because God has made it plain to us through his creation. But because of our godlessness and wickedness as people, as humans, it says, although they knew God, they didn't glorify God. And and their thinking became futile and their hearts were darkened. um, And they traded the glory of God for these images that they worship. Now, we think about like idols and things like that. Okay, I, I don't want us to think that people were trivial in creating idols. We create idols all the time. We just don't carve them into statues. Like we might create an idol out of consumerism. Like what, what we can consume is what 
what we worship, right? We might create an idol out of materialism, like what we have, the things we own. Uh, so we create our own idols. We're not so much different than the people who have come before us. And, and then it talks about giving their bodies over to sexual impurity, uh, just doing whatever feels good is what Paul is saying here. Um, and he says because of this, at the very beginning, the wrath of God is being poured out. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the wrath of God because so many of us think, oh, we just made God mad. We ticked God off and now he's going to punish us. But really, the wrath of God, and it says it at the end here, is that God will give us over to our evil desires. See, here's the deal. God wants relationship with everyone. God has created a way for relationship in Jesus Christ for all of us. Even in the created things, there was a sense of knowing who God was through the created things, Paul says here in Romans. But here's the deal. God will never force us into a relationship. So here's something that you need to know. Goodness is its own reward and evil is its own punishment. So the wrath of God is not really like God's mad because you did something wrong. It, it's, it's this idea that God will at some point not hold back the consequences of our actions. So if we continually choose to do evil, then we will end up in a place that looks a lot like death and hell. So that is even in this life, we'll end up in places like like the younger son in the story of the prodigal son, where we're, you know, in the pigsty, longing to eat the food of the pigs because life has become so miserable. We don't have anything to eat. We're starving. We'll end up in these places. Sin always takes us to isolation, death, and eventually hell. So, so we choose that. God doesn't punish us and give us that. We choose it and God removes his protection over us and allows that to happen. That's how I see the wrath of God. It's this idea of that God is gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. I preached that yesterday. But at some point, God will give us over to our desires if we choose to not follow in his ways and do what we want, our own desires, and, and to not regard uh, the good things of God, because God's things are always, the things God wants for us are always for our good. They will always bring life. And, and the, the selfish things that we turn towards always end up bringing death. But here's the deal. God wants a relationship with you. And, and I believe the only way God could really be loving, right? The only way God could be loving is to give you the choice to reject God. Because real love always requires a choice. Like, like if you are going to marry someone, like if you're going to marry someone, they have to have a choice in the matter. That's why there's a proposal and somebody has to say yes or no. We don't kidnap people and marry them except for in the play Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, right? We don't do that because that's not love. And so God will not force us into his way. So, so we're going to see in Romans this, this truth. Salvation is universal. It's for everyone, but I don't believe in universalism, which is the belief that everyone is going to go to heaven. Um, because if God did that, at, at some points, there are going to be those who choose against God, and so he would be, once again, overriding free will. So in order for love to exist, there has to be a choice. There has to be free will. You have to be able to receive God or to reject God. 
And the beginning of Romans is kind of this setup for the rest of it that says all of us at some point have rejected God. We have turned away from the goodness of God's wishes for us. We have turned away from God himself. We have stopped worshiping God and started worshiping things that look like us. Whether that be people, whether that be status, whether that be pleasure, whatever it is, we have turned away from God and worshiped our own things. And because of that, God will has given humanity over to what they had wanted, right? God said, okay, if you don't want to worship me, I will give you over to this. And then we choose death and sin and hell. Now, that's not very much good news for this morning meditation. But let me tell you, this is just the beginning of the argument. And he will go on to say that in Christ, a a way of salvation for all of us, we have all been these people who have turned away from God. But in Christ, we've all been given a way of salvation And we're going to get to that as we go further into the book. So the good news is today you can choose God. You don't have to choose selfishness. You don't have to choose uh, to be ruled by pleasure. You don't have to choose uh, to worship maybe status or material things. You can choose to turn toward God. And what we find is that God is gracious and that God will receive us. And so the wrath of God that's being spoken about many times bothers people in this passage. Like they feel like God's going to send them to hell. No, here's the deal. We're going to choose. And if we choose hell, if we choose death, if we choose sin, at some point, God will let us have what we want. And that's what this passage says. Humanity chose sin and God said, okay, if you want that, if you want to live in bondage, if you want to live in shame, if you want to live in guilt, if you want to live in sin, if you want to live in hell, if you want to live in death, I'm not going to overpower your free will. But the good news is if we choose today to worship God, to repent, to turn around, to change our mind about the way the world works, and we choose to allow God's love to enter in, he also He will then, as soon as we want him to enter into our lives, he will enter in and he will begin to transform us from the inside out. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.